Hi, welcome to the Sacred You podcast. I'm Rachel Goodwin and I'm a channel and healer who loves to teach and empower others. I offer a look at spirituality in fresh and new ways and you can see more of my work at my website at rachelgoodwin.dk and the classes and sessions that I do. Ahu heia valea noi e kahaliko puaku kui kuhia ho kanaia akapu kumoni nei piko i kahima naho i kahapili. Hey, how are you? Today we are talking to Angelica Lafleur and she is a flower vibration integration alchemist. Now I'm going to read out to you Angelica's bio because it's lovely. This is what she's written. As a flower vibration integration alchemist, I developed a unique way of expressing and understanding flower codes specific for these new times. Each flower has a memory embedded in its geometry that serves to weave us back to our true authentic purpose. Flowers are here to help one activate or open up to your soul's dormant wisdom. Shifts happen from within when we observe and connect with the direction of the flower teachings. So Angelica serves as a channel that holds the knowing for one's soul direction. From there, the flower's vibration begins an amazing process that awakens a deep inner wisdom of self-remembering. So I really enjoyed um, doing this interview with Angelica. We talk a lot about um, what happens when you move into these these new earth energies and there can be quite drastic things of lives falling apart, being disintegrated overnight. It's a beautiful message of hope. She gives us some lovely flower stories and these are the stories that she hears from the flowers as she communicates with them and I would have happily sat and listened to and talking about this this for hours and um yeah enjoy this interview everybody and so lovely to welcome Angelica to the Sacred You podcast. Welcome everyone to another episode of Sacred You and today I am talking with Anne Lafleur, who is in California. Wow. So what, what time is it there, Anne? Um, it's a nine-hour difference with where you are in Europe. Uh, it's uh, 10 a.m. 
And um, I'm actually uh, in the mountains of Santa Barbara currently. Wow. It's, it's cold, yes. That sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's um, it's quite a journey. I'm very connected to the earth. Um, uh, that seems to be the calling to uh, reinvent our lives while having fun. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Creating a whole new way of being um, and letting go and at the same time building something new. It's quite a... Quite an adventure. <laughs> um, I've really been looking forward to talking to you today because I know, like, I don't know how long we've been in each other's lives now, but I know I've seen you around for a few years and I've been looking at your beautiful photos on um, Instagram. And it, it just, your work just has such a beautiful vibration to it and I've just I've always wanted to know more about your story oh. yeah I suppose I'm just nosy yes. I'm just yes. nosy really <laughs> Good. Yeah. no and thank you for for you know for this opportunity um and so you and I met um without you maybe knowing it it was uh I went to an awakening um when I was living in New York, I, I, I was, had a different profession. So I'm a flower vibration integration alchemist currently. You know, the plant kingdom is very, began talking to me about seven years ago. Um, and it wouldn't let go. So I was, they were really communicating and showed me their evolving um, plants and flowers, particular flowers. The energy of the flowers would you know, woke something up within me, which created a a massive overnight um, awakening, so to speak, like one day to the next, everything, my old life fell apart right there, which is, that's a whole different story, Um, including my old profession. So you could call it a meltdown or a breakdown, you know, a crisis of sorts in order to continue on a, in a whole new way. And because of the, the immensity of the change for me at the time, the big, it was a big shift. Um, I didn't know quite what was happening. And also Jesus was starting to talk to me, um, communicating with me. And I didn't um, understand it. And I was raised Catholic and I had kind of a, a negative association with, with Jesus. And so the fact that he was communicating with me, I was not very happy about it. <laughs> anyway, shortly, I, you know, I, I began um, to research and, and then I ended up looking at going into Egypt. Fast forward, you know, this is 2013, 2014, I went to Egypt. And then I did some research on like, why is Mary Magdalene not in this picture? That was my whole thing with the church, you know, that the women were left out that I already knew. Yeah. And so then I discovered. One thing led to another. I went to a sound healer, Tom Kenyon. He was very helpful during this process. And he wrote a book about the Magdalene. It's called the Magdalene Manuscript. And yeah. it spoke of Sar, the daughter of Mary Magdalene. And so I began investigating Sar because I felt such a resonance. I was like, I cried, you know, when I, I was like, I thought <laughs> with my little ego that she was me. <laughs> You know, a little did I know. And that's when I met you. 
uh, your your channels of um, SAR. Yeah. And um, it was a saving grace. I can tell you that. I I held on to it for dear life. Wow! And Thank so you. That's, a, that's amazing to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, and then you know the nature, and then I was basically I am very connected to Chartres. You know the the cathedral, um, the gardens around Chartres, which is in France. Which oh, is then I realized okay. very drawn to it, the Druids and the Celtic and the you know, the nature spirits, but it was all not accessible. It was all locked up. I could feel that. So the flowers have evolved and they showed me their evolution and that they were for these new times to awaken within me this wisdom I already possessed. But SAR kept also, like I went to Egypt to activate this SAR energy I don't know how to explain that part but exactly, but that's how it felt. There was like many people involved with the activation of the new time energy. It was like a sacred journey. It was a delicate process. It was 2014 during the, the Cardinal Cross. Nobody was in Egypt, but very few people were there. And I, I followed the footsteps of somebody else. It was like a miraculous little story. And I went to the Temple of Philae at Isis, Temple of Isis at, at Philae, is where the activation, I was guided to go there and find this pillar. And um, that's where Mary Magdalena and Jesus met me. And where we, where we activated this, I, I relate to it as the SAR energy, you know? Wow. The younger, newer wow. energy. Where were you? What what part of Egypt were you in? Um, it was uh, Nubia area. Um, so I, you know, of course Giza was where it began, and then um, we flew to a couple of temples um, and, uh, near Aswan and uh, Hatshepsut. So it was like a slow build-up process. Took a trip on the Nile and then ended in in Philae. The Temple of Philae, which wow. is near the village of of us, it's, it's an Aswan. Okay. So that ties into your aspect of SAR, and how does it relate to the flowers? So I communicate with flowers, and they communicate with me, as you'd say, and it's like a dance. So the flowers um, over the last seven years downloaded. Um, their wisdom to me half of it I never understood what they were talking about because it's very non-linear and now seven years or almost eight years later it's becoming very clear of what this what this preparation was for last seven years were to me a preparation and now we're evolving further but it's bringing it's helping flowers vibration it's an alchemical transformation that happens when we listen and learn to listen closely through our sensory and feeling nature while these flowers mirror back what we've forgotten you know um, our human body's forgotten our minds are forgotten and the mind has dominated us and so we're coming into balance more from a feeling nature 
So they've been teaching me how to start feeling, which is kind of omitted from our lives. It's almost taboo, right, to feel. I'm only now discovering that many people don't, when I say feel your, feel how this energy of this flower feels to you inside, it's different for everybody. But some people just don't know that that's when I'm realizing like, oh, no, not everybody understands the deeper feeling, what that means. Mm-hmm. So it gets confused with ego and um, um, emotions, mm-hmm. which we yeah. also need to. Yeah. So, so it's like a whole bringing you back to, because the mind is creating its own story. And then, and then how can we start to feel what we want to create in our new lives? more from a soul soul's direction mm. that I use that's how the flowers are used that's how I that's how they are guiding so I'm just a vessel and I hold that knowing and then I allow the flowers to reach the person like a client or I put make an energy blend you know and then it's transmitted and things start to shift within the person it's like a gift of an alchemical reaction that happens, but it's very subtle and very deep. And you start to remember what was unconscious. I don't know how to describe it other than that. It's like an unconsciousness becoming conscious while you're in touch with the energy of that flower. That's just beautiful. I mean, I, I just, I can just feel it so much. And I have quite a lot of things, you know, going through my mind as as you're talking but if we if we go back to what you were saying earlier about how your your life just sort of disappeared overnight I yeah. have I had the same experience in I think I think about 2009 it was a year after my father died and I literally because you know I, I feel energy very you know it's very it's very present yeah. for me. It's, you know, it's not something I have to think about. It's sort of just there. And I woke up one morning and literally all of the energy links between me and the life I was living had all been cut overnight. Mm-hmm. And it was just right. one of the most shocking things that ever has ever, well, it probably is the most shocking thing that's ever happened yeah. to me because I was just it like. It makes me almost cry when I listen to you, you know, out of yeah. joy and also the sadness of, of the of the drasticness that you it you was went so yeah. it was so drastic. I nearly died. I mean, I really nearly died because I knew I couldn't stay in the family home where I was, but also to leave was just yeah. so against everything that I sort of held dear, my values, and yet yeah, I, I had to do it for myself. It was like stay here and die or leave and maybe you'll die but maybe you'll find a new life you know there was that there was that possibility so I gave my life over to the divine I said right swear 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 call in you know spirit and everybody a lot of names I was really not impressed (laughs) if you're going to do this to me then you know I'm going to listen to every bit of guidance I get and if I think it's all right I'm going to do it and otherwise I'm 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 clocking out off the planet. I can't do this anymore. And then, yeah, and now that's yeah. it. And then, and then I went to Sedona. So I got the message 
to go to Sedona and I spent some time there like getting the energies and the matrices and codes and things that I needed and dissolving the things that I needed and then I went and lived in Glastonbury in the UK for a while and then I went to fin- the Finshorn Foundation in Scotland. Do, do, you, do you know that? I feel like you've got a connection to it somehow. Do you, do you know it? Yes. Well, I haven't been yet, of course, because of, of uh, yes, I, I know it. And um, I feel a very deep connection to, to Glastonbury. And I, I'm very tempted. So I meet a lot of people who, re- who either currently live there. And I want to go to Findhorn. But somehow I don't feel guided right now to do that at all. It feels that that was a stepping stone for the current. That that was whatever took place there in the 70s was the stepping. So it's all a stepping stone and and, um, it's a journey. Yeah. So Findhorn is very important, but I don't relate to it. And I don't think I was supposed to. Maybe later on it'll come. Because I had to learn, it's what you're describing is like, yeah, your your situation. Yeah, it always involves death and or yeah. near death, etc. Yeah. Well, when I went, when I went, but, uh, when I went to Finthorn, I discovered a lot of other people who had also gone through this very abrupt kind of dissolution or dissolving process. Mm-hmm. And you know, th- yeah. those energies of the new earth, and it, it was all just so there and and so I decided that I was going to stay in their community for a while and kind of work through whatever was going on until I found my next step and then I met my husband Mm -hmm. that's where I met my Danish husband there and that's how I ended up in um, Denmark but I was really not looking to meet a a man it was it was really not what what I wanted at the time but he was very handsome yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you fell in love yeah. well maybe i should go to finhorn well maybe you'll take maybe i'm going to teach there or something i mean i found it very difficult to sleep there to be honest because i'm you know so sensitive to energies and they yeah. it feels to me like they've created a new vortex there Eileen Caddy and Dorothy McLean and you know all the people that were there feels like they created a new earth vortex that's very very raw and wearing out all this energy that people need to wake up and of course I'm you know I'm already quite awake so it was a bit like it was a bit like having to be in a room with the with the radio turned up too loud and I could not sleep I've never been so overstimulated in my life (laughs) yeah yeah Oh, no, I can see that. And so for me currently, so who knows what will happen, but everybody is doing their work and it, it is there for a reason. But uh, so I um, definitely during that wake up time, I could smell, I could hear the voices through the walls of, of you know, thick walls of other people's arguing. I could, I, I mean, I could, it was unbearable, the intensity of the, of what I felt. So I'm I'm very empathic. I can feel everything. And I'm only now learning to navigate what's mine and what's others. But I went to the Redwoods um, four years ago. So I ended up um, after my wake up time, it was just a process. So it was so drastic. I ended up at Omega Institute where I learned, um, you know, who I was um, while I let my old life go. 
I don't know if you know of Omega Institute. It's a holistic institute where uh, people experiment with, um, with uh, you know, the, all the possibilities they have in life. Then I went to the Redwoods and I stayed there for three years. And I, it's like what you're saying, if this is what the new life is about, I don't want any part of it. Um, it wasn't that I was suicidal at all, but I also saw that the new, this drastic way of presenting a new happy life was not what I wanted. Hmm. So I had arguments with, with uh, my guys and I was like, you know, if this is, if this is what you call the new life, then I don't want a part of it. So I was very angry for a while and because um, I completely misunderstood it. I was so sidetracked by a very material New York City lifestyle, but also my upbringing. So most people come from a, so it was a very wealthy upbringing or, or pretense, you know, and not heart-based for many generations. So um, the fact that I wanted to step out of it later on this is only kind of happening now was not so easy so the ancestors wouldn't really let me go that was that's the weird part of this so it was really like having to fight for my freedom and my independence my individuality my uniqueness which i think the whole new earth is going through they're coming out of this enslavement this well this victimhood a victim i'll keep you happy if you keep my my uh, family happy. I'll do it. You know, I'll be submissive. This this division is being ripped away. I feel like I'm jumping way ahead now. You know, from the past to the future. I, and, I, um, I, I am quite interested to hear where where you're from and you know what what your life has been like growing up. Then, if you'd like to talk a bit. Oh uh, yes. So I'm from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, it's a big so I, I uh I'm from the Netherlands. And as a child I was always connected to very connected to um to nature and loved flowers and plants. And um uh, then um we moved a lot. So it was a financially my parents lost um it was like what's happening currently in the States. Many people like, you know, very attached to money and then also losing a lot. Because so individually, it's micro, what I'm seeing now, macro. So individually, my parents, well, well to do, my father's side lost all his money for whatever reason. Um, well, that's actually because of the ego of, of his father, etc. And um, as a child, I just felt I uh, couldn't fit in, be myself. Actually, I wasn't allowed to be loving and uh, whenever there was love, they would they would crush it. It was a little narcissist. And so if I loved and showed love, they would fight me on that love. So I became very adapted, adapted to the family's wills. And so I did go to horticulture school. Um, and then my mother decided she wanted to live in a bigger house. So she moved to an area where there was the schooling was very bad. I went... I had a learning disability, so I went to eight different schools. Just completely confused about the school system. And where I was the happiest was the choice I had originally made to go to horticulture school, but I was taken away from it because of learning disabilities, etc. And then they, my parents thought it was 
And by then I didn't know who I was already. So my parents decided I was able to cook well, that I should go to hotel school. So I agreed. So it's not that I'm blaming them because I didn't say I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what else I wanted. This is when I was younger. And we moved to Indonesia when I was 13 because of my father's job. And so I, I'm very fortunate with a lot of this because I, that's where I was the happiest because of the softer Eastern ways. And my parents were quite happy there. It was just a very different energy. And so now I'm 58. So it's, um, then um, I moved to New York as a, from the Netherlands after my father died. A year later, um, I moved to New York, and um, it was it was because I I wanted didn't want to be close to my family. <laughs> it's not that I didn't love them, you know. It was just like my escape was New York yeah. as a private chef for a very nice, kind family. Okay, wow. And I hardly refer to the, to the chefing anymore because everybody wants to know what I used to cook, and I can't stand cooking. Yeah. <laughs> so, for 30 years I was a chef and um, I, I just wasn't who I was and I didn't know that and then this this you know awakening I was catering uh, a wedding uh, upstate and um, I had this crisis happened um, where two weeks before the wedding was to take place and I was cooking for a family where they had a famous chef come in um, who completely, um, anyway, never mind the, the negatives of it, but I broke down um, and I just couldn't cook anymore. And I had to cancel the wedding, which I, you know, I was booked to do in two weeks. And I'd been with this, working with this bride for a year, a 25 year old, um, her dream, you know, her wedding. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't cook anymore. So that I thought was really brutal and she took it really well. And that's when the flowers began to talk to me. Am I making any sense? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of the back, you know, I'm getting even, I don't like talking about it. It makes me nervous talking about it, but it's maybe not because it's not a negative to me anymore. Um, And I don't want to speak about it from a place of pity because it's not that. Um, and maybe it's good to express it, but it's not, it's not to say, oh boy, you know what? I don't want the drama. It, but when you talk about this stuff, the drama does show up. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and I, so- I, I really, I really value you for talking about it. And, 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 you know, and that's also why I say things about it as well, because I know that the people listening will, identify with so much of what we're saying and realize it's not just them and you know I bet people listening back to this there'll be quite a few of them crying because they thought it was just them and that they were you know and that all the negative judgments we make about ourselves because you know we're not doing what is judged as normal by the rest of society and yet when we all communicate to each other and this is another reason why I do this podcast we realize there's a thing happening here it's not just me 
and, th- and they'll be going oh yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah and understanding so much of what you're saying just as I'm understanding yeah. so much of what, of yeah, what you're saying yeah yes and and I'm glad you're mentioning that because I I am so grateful when I do work with people who are you know have gone through whatever experience um dark night of the soul and have don't know where to begin but I have when I'm on the phone with clients I hear people's stories so I know I'm not alone and so I forget that they are they often think they're alone that 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 like just like you with with SARS um channeling you know we're like oh I'm not alone you know it was there so yeah so I feel my it's such a gift to work with people with flowers because it shows me I am not the only one going through this, what's happening in even that particular week or on that day. It's very often a similar collective energy that is being released or aligning or bringing us joy. But at the same time, as we, so my focus is on joy and that's why it's flowers. So the focus is joy. Well, that's a pretty high vibration. So um, I couldn't. So for the longest time, the minute I was aiming for joy, what would follow right after in my psyche was, was suffering. And it just would drive me crazy. Like every time I went at the joy grid, I call it the joy grid. Like, let's connect to the joy grid. <laughs> something would rip it apart, like come out of the woodworks, very dark. The suffering. So it's, it is the negative association. I call it the connection to the tree of good and evil, you know, that I was trying to break out of that just wouldn't let the tree of life of good and evil, you know, that wouldn't let go. And so I was like, it made me so determined to connect to the flower of life, no matter what. And so every time the tree of life of good and evil would appear, that's how I defined it. I would be like, okay, bring it on, you know, make me stronger. Because it's just, it's got to break. It's like the iron fist. And so the joy grid is finally holding steady. It's where we are going as a human species. I believe it, you know, I know. But we still have to let go of a lot of old stuff at the same time. So it's it's kind of, you know, we have to earn our stripes, so to speak. Mm. And yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think so, I think so, I think the- those of us on the planet right now, I think we're really courageous people. Those of us working with this this light and yes. the dark, and you know. As Sarah would say, yes. like the the work of the alchemy and and integrating them, I think we're really, really brave. <laughs> yes, and isn't it interesting when I got the title? You're saying alchemy and integrating. I was even arguing about that, okay, with my guides. It was like flower vibration integration alchemist, and I had just you know I'd work with flower essences such as coming from Finthorn, you know. But I kept saying, no, it's flower essences and you've got the wrong person because it's other people who are practitioners and they would say it's not flower essences. It is flower vibrations. Like the guidance was very specific. And then it would be integrative alchemist, which I believe is the words 
from Sarah later on, you know, now that you're saying it, it's making sense. I didn't know what it meant. I got a title. I didn't know what it meant. Flower, vibration, integration, alchemist. Go for it. Enjoy your new life. <laughs> I lost all my money. I let go. Well, happily so. Oh. I, uh, you know, one by bit by bit, it was like from, mm. you know, losing the worth and seeing my value. It was literally like beginning to see my true value. And so the worth that my my education and my back many people's ad- backgrounds are attached to. It can't just go just like that. We're very attached to money. And at the same time when you start to work from your heart, I also learned you don't have to be poor, you know, you St. Francis is very much a guide of me, for me, connected with me. But I don't, I don't have to walk around like a pauper, you know. I have, I my life is so rich. It's it's like I have everything I need. Everything always appears when I need it. Um, but the value, it's a value, and I'm very conscious of the value that my new life has brought me. But the minute I go to, I need money like the worst that's when i'm in trouble so it's yeah. it's very much a an inner keep going feeling inward and flowers are guiding me to what's what's it worth and then i'm always guided because of the flowers in my case because i'm so connected to the flowers so they always guide me to the to true values to such a richness of life i stand in richness you know I uh, I really so hear that. The, I really hear it. Yeah, but the one thing is that my because I'm not married, um, and I'm so as a single person, a single woman, uh, it's also I am a free spirit, and so I learned one by one to let go. It, it's just about letting go of just about everything. It's till the point is like when there's nothing left, what is there? You know. Yeah. Um, then it's like, who am I, etc. And so, a year ago, I left the redwoods, and I had bought a little trailer back when I left New York to drive to the redwoods. And that's my saving, saving little. That's my house. And so I began to travel in July, full time now. This past July, July 2020, full time in my little trailer. Uh, for now, it's still in California and always guided to the right places, even within those fires. I'm never there. You know, I'm always in the right places. Um, that's my home. And this is, um, you know, this is not the normal way to live. But to me, it's like it is normal to me. It feels good to me. And it never occurred to me that living in my little trailer was an option until I did it. <laughs> But I mean, once, once, once upon a time, that was that was normal for 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 people to travel around like that. I mean, like going back much further in time, people would be in one place in the summer and then another place in the winter. And then there's always been nomadic tribes that have traveled around. But now where we've got so attached to property and ownership and contracts and all that it's it's like it's been really really stamped out hasn't it I mean people who are 
that culture have been stopped and imprisoned in a certain place on the land and they're not allowed to do it anymore there's laws against them in the UK I don't know about the states but in the UK there's laws against it now you can't they've legislated against all the travelers wow yeah wow no in the well almost here too so um so it's interesting what you're saying yes uh, so for me too, you know, living in New York, I was like, mm, what am I going to do when I retire? Well, I need a house in the, in the, in the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. So, <yeah. laughs> that was my way. Like I'll go there with this winter and I'll be there in the summer. And uh, so I bought myself a little piece of land and lost a ton of money on it. At least I was able to sell the land. Um, you know, I had the big plans. Um, so that all changed. And then um, as you're saying about the, um, no, we are allowed to travel in the UK and the US in our trailer. It's a big industry. It's a big, um, it, it's been, you know, the US is so big. But because of COVID, what did happen, they closed most of the parks, most of the campgrounds. And so right before, uh, this is even, this is like two months ago, this is when they did that. And I didn't. I didn't know this was happening at all because I don't really watch the news. I'm just following my intuition and I kind of know that I need to listen to certain things. And I was shown I needed to get a a membership. It's almost like an elite membership for the campers. So that you're part of this campsite system of a particular system. And it was expensive, but I bought the full-blown membership and I can visit all these campsites and always be safe and have a place to land because they didn't close that particular uh, organization that I'm a member of. They shut everything, but not that one. Isn't that amazing? That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that for you. Yeah. Yeah, but but the fight is often big. It's kind of like, oh, well, you know, you need to upgrade your membership. And it's like, well, I am, you know, I'm rich in in a different way than you would think. You know, it's like I don't necessarily have that money in the bank that the membership yeah. <laughs> was. But that, so it, it kind of showed me, you know, it's like how how I could become creative and where I needed to go to get what I needed. And I was shown how it would work out. So, so what I'm referring to, so these are details of one or two details of of how, you know, you're confronted with options that are not always easy choices, but it takes deep trust, a deep trust in yourself. And so rebuilding trust and trusting your gut and your feelings is what these flowers in particular have been so helpful, have been my, have been teaching me. Mm-hmm. Trust, mm-hmm. trust that they're, you know, the, the, the laws of nature will never fail you. And the minute you start to doubt that, um, then then we get to be a little bit in trouble. And, and that's where the new times come in. Like, how do, we, how do we begin trusting ourselves again? And we are uh, travelers, you know, as you, as you say from the, the old days. And I think the West Coast, when I was traveling, to the redwoods i actually had visions of the native americans coming from mexico and going all the way up the coast to washington and back but they were never stationary so i did see that 
Um, but, um, yeah. But that 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 was there, and I was always fascinated by it. But the fact that I would do this, <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> it would be like, you know, that I would get in a trailer and start traveling is like. Yeah. So, you know, and the judgment yeah. around it of, of like, oh, boy, you know, you can't afford to live in a house. It's like, it's not bad. It's, well, that too, the, you know, the money part, if I had had the money, I wouldn't have thought this way. Yeah, I think I think since I left, Sometimes. since I left my career in nursing when I was, I don't know, 30 or something, I think I've I've just done one thing after another that's been judged by people you know and I obviously don't come up to the standard and it I can honestly say I don't care about it anymore <laughs> because it took me just it, I've had 20 years of people just looking at me and just you know thinking that I'm just below standard and it's like it's fine it's fine yeah. you know because I I don't want to live like well, I don't want to live like them so it's all right yeah, but it's also, you know, I mean, same here, but I also, in the end, I didn't realize I was actually judging myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and when you're 30 and when you're living in a particular, you know, lifestyle and also a world in the Netherlands and Belgium, you know, it's, um, and, and, and racism was big too. It's like, you know, being Catholic in, um, or bigotry or whatever, Catholic in the Netherlands, uh, you know, all of that, even though people are now talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter, it's not just color, you know, it's mm. amongst each other. People are, it's just, everything is connected. Mm. And, um, and so I'm bring I'm throwing that in there because it's, it's, um, it's, it's not just color or white or black, you know? Um, so we are all, um, unique beings and we are all have a special gift um to offer to the big whole and and to find your specific contribution or my specific contribution which is what we're doing very different you know your work very different from mine and that makes the whole it's like a little beehive mm-hmm. that makes the whole but our sameness <sighs> is what makes it all a bit um boring <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, we, yeah if we were looking you know, if you were like, if we were all like looking for like, you got to be the same as the neighbor, because that's what, you know, that's kind of out the door. That's <laughs> the big cord that we <laughs> I really like that. Now, I want to go back to your Instagram um, page that I mentioned. What's the name of it, Anne? So it's a Starlight, um, Starlight under slash vibrations. So that's S A S A H R H R underscore light. and then light. Now I'm br- I'm bringing this up because Anne's pictures on there are just phenomenal, and you just have to go on there and and just go uh, down through her her profile because each picture is like there's there's beautiful plants sort of set up like in an altar and the energy vibrations that come off it are just it's just it's just lovely I really love looking at your pictures oh yeah it's recent that that happened I started to create um with stuff that I find like the um, on the ground but from the plants 
and 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 it happens in two minutes. It's just like whoa, and this energy of it, I feel that myself. But they're they're dried right now. It's winter, you know. What can you find? And I always find something. Or I go to the beach and I find a piece of lava with stone with holes in it, and that's the holder. But it's starlight under slash vibration um, is my Instagram. And starlight, you know, obviously it's got the name Sar. And that's, <laughs> that's related to you, uh, Rachel, because um, okay. Sar, I, well, most of the names for my website were taken. But starlight is like, people don't, they're like, is it starlight? I'm like, no, it's starlight. And it has a very personal, you know, meaning to me. Sar is in there. Sar brought me light, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's how it, that's how it relates to me and the energies. And so, yeah. And I think you refer to um, Sar, right? You don't say Sarah. Oh, yes, you do. I I mean I, I I you I mean I kind of take it in all aspects. I mean I'm not really attached to any one particular name. I use Sarah most of the time just because it's the it's the easiest and and but but I don't it's not because that's how she comes to me or anything. She comes to me as an energy. She doesn't have a name. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And yeah. and you know, I don't sort of favor one name after the other, but recently I have rather liked and I think I think I've seen this is like um Islamic name perhaps, but S A H R A. I quite like that one. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's how I use it, more biblical. Uh, maybe to test my own biblical, you know, kind of like resistance at the time. Um, and, um, and, but it's the same for me with names. Although my, my spirit name, you know, Anne or Angelica, um, I use the short version because it's easier. But um, I never, I liked my original name also, but it kind of made a statement for myself like you know it it was my commitment like I don't care what you think but I am working with energy and this is my spirit name and it had already come up four years ago Angelica uh, and of course it's related to the flower Angelica and um and the energy of Angelica and um so yeah it's a name is a name but during a workshop at Omega, I was, you know, attending to get a lot of these free bees. A woman asked me my name and I said, my old name. And she says, no, that's not your name. I'm like, well, I do know my name. It's <laughs> 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 not your name. And then, and she, she kind of, you know, was into energy very much into nature spirits. And, you know, you you kind of meet people like that there. And it's like your Findhorn, you know, with my yeah. Omega. Yeah. And so I never thought about it much. And then during, you know, a shamanic journey, um, my spirit name come through. And I heard on, 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 and I, I was like, Angelica? And I just couldn't quite use Angelica because I thought it was just too big. <laughs> And I said it in that group, like, well, I'm, I got a spirit name come through Angelica. And everybody was like, oh, that is so you. And I was like, really? 
Yeah, I think I think it's really cool because it's like it's got angel in there, hasn't it? It's like and it's and it's yes. a flower. Now, tell me if I'm right. Is it used in cooking, Angelica? Um, is it the I root? Guess, the root I, of I, it. Yes, yes, yes. Tea and everything. So, so medicinally, I think this is another thing. It's a good question. Medicinally, you would think I'd be medicine. You know, I'm not necessarily equipped. You know, there's a lot of people who work with flower essences very much on a medicinal level or healing for healing. Um, I work more on an energetic level for the for the new times, very much on the soul level. So, but there are other people who work with the energies of of the plants more. You know, like I have a sore, like sore throat. You know, what would you take? Um, so when it it would be normal for people to ask me like, what is what are the properties of Angelica medicinally? And I would not know. No, I'm like, what? no, you know? no. I mean, I understand that completely because those sort of informations, I find them really interesting, but I don't retain them. Whereas the vibrational stuff, because that's the level that I'm working at that's where I'm at and I'm, I can always pull that information sort of out of out of the air as it were but yeah. I just I remember something about Angelica because I used to like cooking I mean I still cook now mm-hmm. obviously because I need to eat and my family need to eat but I I you know I've always been a big cook and a big eater as well and when you were telling your stories nice. about when you were a chef I was thinking about and because I, I could hear like that's what you were pouring your creativity into because I can see like from your photos yeah. that you're quite artistic you've got an artistic touch otherwise you wouldn't be able to throw yeah. all that stuff together and all your creativity went into the food but um when I yeah. was the last place I lived in the UK which is a place called Earlswood which is near um it's sort of on the outskirts of London really and we were living in a small apartment and and our youngest was just a baby then and one time me and me and Thomas we weren't married then we'd had this huge row and so I went around smudging it with a sage stick afterwards to clear it all out and when I went in the kitchen there was so much negative energy in there that needed clearing and I was like, why is it so bad in here? I love cooking. I love cooking. It's what I do to de-stress. And I realized right. that was exactly the point. Instead of sitting down and doing my spiritual stuff and listening to spirit and using my creativity oh. that way, I was pouring it all into the food and then kind of stuffing my face with it. And it was like, it was really, it was it was not the thing to be doing. It was me, you know, it was like an addiction or something, you know, it's like drinking and yeah. like expressing your feelings. And yeah. I, was, I was thinking about, wow. when you were talking about your, your chef stuff, I thought you might, I thought you might appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, I and I cooked, um, and I still, you know, when I cooked with love, people would, and it was for even people who were a little denser, they would feel it, you know. Yeah. They would yeah. feel, um, but when it became a profession, and it was more to serve, you know, like the family, um, and it was a profession that wasn't, it wasn't at all what I, what, it wasn't me but cooking I, I'm so happy especially now in my little trailer that I you know I make wonderful meals and I love to cook 
and I love to share a good meal, but the minute it becomes a must, it is not good. Well, I want to say something about the saging, though, and then you you tell me how that feels. Um, so I learned, I had a very a, a, a strange experience when all I knew was you clear a space, you take sage, and boom, done deal, right? And so that's as much as I knew about <laughs> smudging. And so I had a very negative experience. So what happens is with the saging, because it's so powerful, that it takes out everything. It clears out everything. It opens up everything. But that also means it opens up for everything for negativity to come in. So it lets go of the negative and the positive. So in my case, clearing with sage, it brought in, it opened the door for a lot of negativity to enter because I didn't know at the time I was susceptible to all these energies. And I had never learned that after saging, you also need to do a softer touch to seal, you know, the environment and make it a protective, sacred sanctuary for yourself. So randomly staging without a second thought of doing the other parts had I learned the hard way that if you if you just say let's clear everything then you open the door also for a lot of you know you take out all the boundaries a lot of negative stuff can also enter well I, I think that's so really that's, I think that yeah that's really useful that, that for people to hear that you mention in that because yeah I mean like when I do when I do clearings um I will always bless the space afterwards mm-hmm. um, or I use the violet flame right. sometimes and the violet flame, it does that. It sort of gets rid of the negative and brings in the positive. So it's a sort of an yeah. all in one hair and conditioner type thing. But if I'm like, yeah. if I'm moving into a new house and I clear everything, but of course I'm doing it, I'm doing it with my senses. I'm doing it with my energy senses and I can feel what yeah. needs doing. And then, and then I invoke, you know, the blessings that that will that yeah. will come in. But yeah, oh, I mean, that's really interesting to hear you to hear you say that, and for people to hear it and think, right, okay. So when I go around with sage, then, and it's it's really simple to do. You just you can call on whoever it is that you like for an angel person. You call on the angels and say, angels, please bless this room. Please bless. The, the space yeah. or you can call on Quan Yin or you know whoever or Sarah or the all the all the you know the flowers or you know it really doesn't it really doesn't matter but yeah you do need to fill up that space if you if you clear it out then you yeah. have to because absolutely it creates a vacuum doesn't it well yeah and so you and and by now I also learned more and more to the importance of the ceremony you know, it doesn't have to be long, but the importance of respecting, you know, and, and as you're saying, the violet flame. But many of us, we heard somewhere, which was me at the time, this is before my wake up, you know, I was still, we all heard like, oh, get some sage, clean it out without a second thought. So everything is conscious. So that's what I learned from that. Like, you can't just go around and smoke out the whole place and, and hope things will be better, you know? Because a lot of people are at that place, I've, yeah. and even more conscious people sometimes forget. So yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I have my little salt bowl, and I've even taught workshops um, at the time doing space clearing using flower essences and and um, 
and those energies. I did want to say, so to Angelica, because I could feel when I said it, it's like people are like, well, what does it mean? <laughs> so this is like, you know, so I had, um, this is maybe helpful. If, if you want, shall I? I mean, I'm butting in, I should have, but the Angelica, what it said to me finally, because I wasn't making a flower, collecting a flower vibration from Angelica. And I think it was like, you are Angelica. But the energy that it, so it's always like when I connect with a plant and I collect the energy, it shares its vibration, its story, what it has to offer with me. Sometimes right there, sometimes later. And Angelica says, do not fear the guidance. I am here to help you disengage from their story, you know, the, the conditioning. Trust your intuition. Don't allow yourself to be told it is not true, you know, when you follow your intuition. So it is time to activate your self-worth. And, um, and so make your destiny the part of the divine plan to serve this creation. Isn't that beautiful? That is really beautiful. While, while making, but you must make choices for yourself. Now, that was the hard part, choices mm. for myself. Like, mm. It's like we were taught in the Christian, like not putting yourself first. But we must put ourselves first. And that was like the double-edged sword. Like I didn't know what that kind of meant, you know? Yeah. Make oh. sure you're nurturing yourself and making, setting your own needs first. Mm. So that took a lot of, you understand, set your own needs first. And then, then the guilt came up and the shame and the blame and, oh, you're so, whatever, you know, what people tell you, you're so selfish. So that's the underlying why it came. Mm. It is not about manifesting your destiny as a separate individual, you know, or relying. Um, that the beliefs or your choices should be made for you. You know, this is also like, so, so trusting your own beliefs, which are very contradictory often to your family, probably ties into your background, right? When you mm -hmm. overnight mm -hmm. went to like, what are my beliefs? And then you kind of ask yourself, and oftentimes you don't remember what they are. You just don't know. Because you learned over the last 2000 years that your beliefs didn't, didn't count. Yeah. Oh, wow. How many, how many flowers do you think you've, you've communicated with now and heard their stories? Have you got any idea? Uh, uh, there's probably about two, 250. And then there's a couple that I, <clears throat> I was talking to a sycamore. It was talking to me the other day, actually. And it just is not the right season, but it was strong and that, so some of them I just communicate I don't always collect the energy I just am like thank you for your energy so it's about 250 if not more and then ongoing you know I meet flowers I have no idea what they are and they're like pay attention we'll show you later what we have to say <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll have to go ask somebody you know California has so many flowers I'm like what is this flower you know I yeah. don't know half the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you but do you, do you share? Do you share those? Do you ever share those stories? Well, I've written them all down. Yeah, I do. Um, and this is what I 
so when I work with clients or with people or with in a group or, you know, I'm, I make blends, energy blends, um, and they begin to work in the space. It's, that's what I, sh- you know, I make the blends and they're always balancing. But the stories, I love sharing the stories. You know, like how when you sit next to a sequoia or in front of it, it'll wrap itself around you. And how I climbed up a redwood with from within, I didn't know I was inside the tree. I was like, where am I? And I was inside the tree, higher and higher and higher. And I just didn't know. I was in a dark place, but it was, you know, little holes peeking out. I was like, where am I? It's like a living dream. And then I reached the top. All the while, and I saw my little trailer, and I saw the horizon, and I looked outside on the horizon, and my little cat at the time was sitting next to the trailer, and I, I, that's the story of the redwood, like you are safe in this redwood. It was very pleasant, even though I was climbing up inside a tree, didn't know it, and that's to me later on was like you are going to travel in this trailer and expand your horizon because in the redwoods it's all very safe but I couldn't expand there because it was all very um contained yeah yeah so you know that's the story of a tree and I and I think it's not you know people might think it's unusual to talk to flowers but it's not when many people and you yourself know many of those people and yourself also you know the trees connect when you ask. You know, you know they have something to share. Yeah. So that's a bigger, that's bigger than a flower. So that's easier to connect with. But each flower does the same. It's just more subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, could, I could feel when you started talking about the Angelica and telling the story. I could feel that energy coming in so strong, and it's that was really really beautiful is there one more is there one more flower that maybe wants to come forward tonight that you could tell us a, a story about let's maybe let's see what comes up shooting star <laughs> oh i wish upon a star isn't that funny shooting star um from darkness to light oh well this might be very good for currently for the collective and individually we'll see if people resonate with it. When you no longer know what to expect or no longer know how to expect things to be or expect yourself to be, this is the shooting star is like a program breaker. Ah of how you tell yourself you are expected to be. She she gives, uh, she put, puts you back to the steps so that realistic expectations can come through and shows that the, the connection to the blood lineage, you know, to your family, the group, um, is, is different from your soul family. And so that there's limits to fitting into the group of that particular kind, that that the lineage, you know, unexpected real expectations for the group, for the you know, uh, unexpected expectations for the. Um, I'm actually telling right now, for the individual, 
often limit the individual within a group. And so enormous powers from within your unique being are shooting up like a torpedo. It looks like a torpedo. It's the unique core inner source energy that is emerging collectively from your individual being. Wow. So I wonder, and you and I spoke about it, um, uh, Rachel, does it feel like you've been given an unexpected job recently? You know, that's what you and I went through already. So the vibration of the shooting star invites you to build on this pounding inner force that is spewing up from your own core, from your inner wisdom. And sometimes we must grow in unexpected ways from darkness to light. This is, this is like a collective we're in. Wow. So use this energy and do what you are called to do if you feel that's the time. So it's an intense emerging power that is producing a lot of energy so that you can start to move mountains. And the reason I suspect it's coming up right now, this moving mountains, mm. we're collectively all waking up. So individually, you have moved quite a few mountains i have done our individual work if we all individually are doing moving our own mountain it becomes a big movement so we don't need to worry about the outer but so if you're going through this whoever hears this it's like oh i've just been jolted out of my comfort zone there's a there's a silver lining it might not be visible yet. It's coming out of it. That's all. You know, it's like what you and I broke off. Like when you said, I don't want this. Because it's so devastating when it's sometimes too too big a change. So it's interesting that this came up. I wasn't at all expecting the question. And I wasn't, oh, I wasn't, um, I, it's what showed up, the shooting star. So it's, it's quite, um, it's a torpedo almost. Wow. What does it what does it look like? Um, it's um violet. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, very bright violet. I should I will post it, I think, on Instagram. Yeah, it's violet please. and it and it has a little so it's the leaves are down and then out of the top, that's why it's called shooting star, is a big is a little black picket sticking up, shooting up. So it's that darkness that shoots you shooting out. Shooting star. So it's very br- magenta, bright, violet. That's um, just beautiful. And here I still I had wrote something else about detach from your from the old system so your powers can shoot up into the light like a rocket. i love that and i'm gonna i'm gonna listen back to this and hear it again and then listen back and write it down because like when you were speaking those words i could just feel like all the the channeled energy and the codes like coming into me and i couldn't actually focus very much on the words because it i was too in touch with the energy that I was receiving. So that was such a strong um, energy coming 
from that so I think your work is really incredible and, and and I think more people need to you know be able to access what you're doing and it's just it's just really the, the depth and the yeah. breadth and the and the heights and you know what I mean it's just so it's just so expansive I think I mean yes yes you're absolutely right you know like if I go out and like they, they, I did this in my, I do this in my Nordic shamanism work. You know, if I need some healing mm-hmm. or something, I'll just go out and pick up, go to what I'm naturally drawn towards, a plant or a That's flower important. and sit and hold it. And it'll talk to me and give me messages and everything. But you have a yeah. really special relationship. You've come to heal through this through this work. And maybe mm-hmm. that's why I'm getting the Fintholm Foundation thing, because, you know, they've as well, you know, there's a lot of people there who have developed a strong thought form of working in in that way. But your work, it's really, really something else. And it would be wonderful if you could do online classes or, I don't know, do a flower yeah. of the month on Instagram where you tell the story or something. Because people, I, I just, you know, I just feel people need this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're bringing something up that I might, um, by the way, the what I didn't, well, I forgot, I'm like, I got that picture up. That shooting star image is uh, on my Starlight page on Facebook. I have a page, it's called Starlight. Okay. And um, the the image, in instead of my face, it's got the image of this shooting star. <laughs> so, but um, you're bringing something up and then, and then um, I think, I don't know, but I don't know how, how we didn't put an hour on this. But um, I have been thinking of pondering about kind of rather, yeah, we could do tune-ins, but if people want to get a group together of four or five people and, you know, walk them through the steps, um, could be fun to do with using flowers and then kind of see in a group setting that you're not alone that there's always a reason you know that you're in that particular setting together that what you're going through the neighbor is going through also in a very different way and the flowers will show you that so it, it could be fun to maybe do that i've done zoom um you know co- group calls but because of my travels it's too risky with the connections are mm. not because i'm in live in nature yeah. It's my choice, okay? So I don't mind that I have limited connection. But Zoom is often not powerful enough in these uh, in the in the remote areas. Phone, I can always, you know, I, I do phone phone sessions one on one. But I'm leaning more, a little bit. I've been thinking about it of starting to do more little groups to reach more people because you know it's often the same things we're going through, and then you find support from each other. Oh, you brought up an idea yeah and maybe <laughs> maybe some little books or something um yeah and I also recently started to kind of make little notes of like what are the steps you know because they seem to be this particular kind of steps to get from a to b what are the steps you know what do I need to watch for a little book like you know writing a book yeah yeah Maybe, maybe. Yeah. lots of possibilities. But now I'm into making these little altar pieces. Oh, and I know. They're just beautiful. They've requested, like, um, 
yeah, I can't mail them, you know, and they fall apart, you know, the minute I go to a new place often. Sometimes I take them with me. But people have asked me, uh, can you make me an energy piece? Uh-huh. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and I have um, you know gladly done that, and it's kind of like you know I make it. So that one woman asked me, "Can you make me a piece of abundance?" I'm like, "Sure." And so she asked, like she wanted to pay, and I'm like, "You know, I've been thinking somebody else has given me something, and I'm so I could do donation button, but it's also something maybe to think of like pay it forward. What if you give something else?" somebody you can give me something if you want to or you can give something to somebody else while i know i'm getting a gift from somebody else also so it's a different kind of giving yeah yeah you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not it's taking away of like you need to give me something for this <laughs> yeah 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 well i'm sure the flowers and your spirit team will show you the path of um you know how to expand and and if if you need to, yeah. and but I'm just I just wanted to kind of honor honor you really and acknowledge you as as well as you know yeah. that your work is just so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, I love it. I love that 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 we're communicating this way and that your gift is, you know, how we contribute each our little part, right? A big part. Exactly. It becomes bigger and bigger. It's just like working together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad we connected. So wonderful to do that. What you're offering, also, I really, really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's been lovely to hear that. You know, it was it was so helpful for you at that point in your life where you mm-hmm. you needed it. Yeah. Because, um, often I don't. Hear, yeah, I don't hear that, these stories. Yeah, I know. And then I, it was interesting that we didn't connect for maybe a little bit. And then suddenly you, I don't know how, I think you appeared You're in person. <laughs> you appeared, I'm like, yeah, oh, yes. And so I, I've recently become reinterested, let's say, not so much in the Jesus and Magdalena, but this is the new energy. It's probably yeah. why you reappeared. It is. You it know, is. It the- is. Yeah. I mean, it's also like on a practical level, I've been freed up because, you know, Benji, our eight year old, he has settled down in a special needs school. And, you know, we were a family in crisis for a long time, getting him diagnosed and, yeah. you know, getting the getting the right. care that he needed. And now we have a bit of respite care every week and, so it's freed up my energy right. concurrently at the same yeah. time. Sarah's energy is just exploding and going through the roof. So, you know, it's like yeah. it has, yeah, because that, that's been another initiation, you know, having a child with, with, with special needs. But I, you know, I love him for not being normal. <laughs> I'm so happy we're not a normal family. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, you are. I thought this was, you know, like we are so normal and what's wrong with everybody else, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so if people yeah. want, if so people want to have a that. session, if people want to have a session with you, Aunt, what, how, how should they, con- what's the best way to contact you? Uh, well, they can contact me, uh, they can email me um, at um, angelica at starlight.com. Um, or uh, Instagram, uh, send a little bleep, and then I'll give you my my email address. Um, if you're in the states, then um, 
texting. My phone number is 917-796-7314. So I, I do, if it's uh, abroad, I do work with people from abroad. It's FaceTime um, that I usually find the best connection with. Um, so it's always, it's, it is always telephone. So those are a few ways to reach me and check out. I'm literally doing some stuff on my website right now, but um, um, yeah, Starlight is where you can find my email address. Thank you for asking. Oh, I just thought it was fun to chat with you and catch up and, and expose, you know, let people know that these flowers want to communicate and they have gifts to offer. Yeah, and you have lots of beautiful flower essences on your website as well, don't you? Yeah, on the Starlight page, on the on the website, yes, I do, I do. It needs, um, it's, I'm updating it as we speak because things are moving so rapidly that I uh, gave up for a little while. I just dropped it. I was like, oh, you know. So uh, you'll, you'll be seeing ne- a lot of shifts in the next two weeks on my website that are more up to speed with with our new unknown territory that we're entering, <laughs> which is kind of exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my website's okay. the, my website's the same. It's like I I have to I've blocked out two days next week because it's so out of date now. It's just the work is just moving. The work is moving so fast, isn't it? Yeah. But um, I would love to buy some of your essences, but unfortunately, I live in a country where if I buy things from America. I get hit with a huge customs um, fee. It's just $25 they charge me just to open it. And that's before they even charge me extra tax and stuff. And it's like, I'm really sad because like I can order stuff from China, but I don't, don't really want to <laughs> there's all these lovely things I'd no, like to order from the states but it's just so expensive it's ridiculous it's it's and the essences I don't uh it's the blends that I do so like the space space I call it space space enhancing blends but yeah in the states and there was a lady uh that I created them for and she was selling on um in in she had a license to sell in in England, that's how we used to do it. But I think she sold out, and 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 she's not doing England anymore for good reasons, maybe yeah. or bad reasons. I don't know. It's yeah. Revamping, retuning—it's all changing. So, um, so what what I have found, if it, if it doesn't, whatever the website people have said to me, doesn't matter. You know, it's they go there, they feel that they need it. Yeah. Even if the text isn't always the relationship anymore to today's new change, you know? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. What time is it over where you are now? It is now Thank 20 you? past eight in the evening. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, the big difference. The morning has just uh, begun here, like, you know, it's like, like 11 ish. Uh, um, I'm going to um, start the day here. Yeah. Well, it's been lovely, really lovely talking to you. And um, wow, I could just sit and hear you talk about flowers for ages. So perhaps I'll have to, if you do a group or something, perhaps I have to come along here <laughs> because it's just, oh. That'd be nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 yeah make it possible for everybody. You know, it's, uh, it's an idea. I like it. So yeah. I might just send out a little mailer. Who knows? That could be fun. 
um, you know, it is, it's all organic. If it's meant to happen, I suspect uh, I put the intent out there and um, let's see what happens. Very exciting. And thank you for uh, spending, you know, your time and, and making people, um, bringing it, bringing what's available to the people. I love it. What a great initiative. Thank you. Thank you. And it, it, it's it's very satisfying for me because one of my kind of life purposes is to is to bring hope to people. And this is mm-hmm. really it's really in my yeah. ancestral line. And I've experienced a lot of the polarity in my life, a lot of despair about the world. And yeah. so doing this every time I speak to someone like you or like, you know, the other people that I've interviewed, I really? get such a lift. It's like. You see, Rachel, yeah. you see, this This is the world. These people are also the world. And obviously, we, we, us people like us, we're not on the news. But this podcast, it's a way of making us on the news. And it's, it's, just, it's just beautiful, the people that I speak to. It yeah. gives me such hope for the future. Yes. Yeah. It's, and you're so good at it. And it's like so soothing you know I'm like oh you know we kind of want to hug each other almost that's how I feel like big, it's like a big like air hug that's coming yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. that's yeah. it and that's I it when we're it. when we're when we're living our purpose it gives us this joy it's not necessarily how I feel when I wake up in the morning tomorrow but you know in those moments where I'm doing acting out and living those life purpose things and like I said this is one of them it's just like it makes me so yeah. happy <laughs> oh, yeah. but you you made my day I was so looking forward to actually you know starting um my my day with you here I was like oh so exciting like so uplifting it's exactly Personally, also what I needed. It was such a it's just talking like this for an hour is just medicine. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you for sharing everything that you have with us, and um, I'm sure a lot of people will have really loved listening to this. And um, for all of you that are so. listening, you know, write and give me your feedback. There's um, a sacred podcast page on Facebook and on Instagram. I post these episodes to my rachelgoodwin.dk Instagram page. So so write on there and, you know, tell us what you think. It's always lovely. It's always lovely to hear. And also, if any of you have any suggestions of people that, you know, you would really, really love to hear more about where they grew up or or whatever, because I do love asking these questions of people, you know, just 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 send your ideas in. Like it, and I'll post uh, this also on my um, Instagram um, page, etc. Your your link. Your shooting so, star flag. Yeah. I love it. I love it that it's violet. <laughs> I know, but you can see if you go to the Starlight page on Facebook, it's like whoa. You know, you know what I mean. And it's not an altered picture. You think I would like have brightened it up? No, I didn't. <laughs> it brightened itself up for me. That has happened too. <laughs> thank you thank you everyone thank you everyone for listening and um see you again next time bye for now bye 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 rachel take care thank you bye
守りねいいこいかひまなおいかぴりこわろあいやへやけかわろぴあんなへこぷかぱりりあいはいなまいかぷあんなへかりこぷはくふくいはうへやわれやなおいへかりこぷはくふくいくひやうかないやあかぷうくむもりねいぴひこいかひまなおいかぴりこるあいやへやけかうらろぴあんなへこぷうかぱりりあいはいなまひかぷわなえかりこぷわくふくいあうへいやわれやのうえいかりこぷわくふくいくひやうこないやあかぷうけもいい。